When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All news, all for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, the self-proclaimed DWI dude's in trouble for his dealings with Colombians. Avocados made a big mess on a local interstate highway. The Houston Astros have a chance to clinch their second World Series championship in three years tonight. I really can't stay. A legendary solution to the problem of a Christmas classic. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. The DWI dude has been convicted of scamming Colombian drug dealers. Jamie Belasia, an attorney who calls himself the DWI dude, has been convicted of participating in a plot to scam three Colombian drug dealers out of more than a million dollars, promising to pay off U.S. officials to get their cases dismissed. Mr. Belasia tried to scam some of the largest drug dealers in the world, and he's fortunate that they turned him into the FBI instead of handling the matter in a different way. U.S. Attorney Joseph Brown says the 62-year-old San Antonio lawyer who represents people accused of driving while intoxicated faces up to 30 years in prison. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. Interstate 10 is back open in Cibolo after two trucks and a passenger van crashed at around 12.30 this morning, spilling avocados everywhere. It is definitely a first, and let me tell you, they are everywhere. Cibolo police officer Matt Shima said the crash happened at the 599 mile marker on the eastbound lanes of the interstate. Two people that were injured and transported um, in stable condition and uh, the two 18-wheelers were towed from the scene. The injured people are expected to be okay. Shima said TxDOT has worked hard to clear the avocados and make the highway safe for passengers to get through, uh, for drivers to get through that area. Vice President Mike Pence used a stop at an Army post in Texas to praise U.S. military forces, whose weekend raid left Islamic State leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi dead. Pence addressed troops at Fort Hood today in a patriotic message before a large U.S. flag. He said, quote, the fight against terrorism must go on. Uh, Pence offered greetings from President Donald Trump. He said Trump has, quote, been working to make the strongest military in the world, in the history of the world. Meanwhile, the dog who helped take down Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, the world's most notorious terrorist, is being hailed a hero. And just like its human counterparts, the army will not release its name. But ABC's Stephanie Ramos does have some intel on this four-legged special force. The Delta Force team on a top-secret mission in Syria to find the world's most wanted terrorist had a Belgian Malinois by their side. We don't know its identity, but we do know it is special. And being called a hero in the military operation that ended in the death of ISIS leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. White House officials tell ABC News the dog will likely get an official invite to visit the White House. KTSA AccuWeather. Cloudy tonight with a couple of showers. Temperatures about steady, generally between 55 and 60. Mostly cloudy tomorrow and becoming breezy. A couple of showers and a thunderstorm, I-65. There could be a shower early tomorrow night. Windy, much colder weather late tomorrow night. Low 30 in the Hill Country and 36 along the Riverwalk. Breezy and chilly Thursday. Clouds giving way to sunshine, I-58. Recap, cloudy tonight. A couple of showers. Temperatures holding about steady. This is meteorologist Bob Larson with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. CBS Ion Veterans from ConnectingVets.com. 
Every week that Sean Spicer, the former White House spokesperson and Navy veteran, is on Dancing with the Stars. He's also supporting veteran charities. And the Yellow Ribbon Fund makes sure that that's all covered so that the person can focus on the service member getting the care uh, that they need and not worrying about whether or not they can pay the hotel bill or the rental car bill. And then the Independence Fund, the other organization, provides track wheelchairs to service members that have lost a leg or two or have a mobility issue and gives them that the, these big track wheelchairs so they can go hiking or, or hunting. Or So we've tried to make this experience bigger than ourselves. Find out more at SpicerArnold.com. I'm Phil Briggs from ConnectingVets.com for CBS News. Democrats have released the resolution the House will vote on, an eight-page document outlining the next steps in the impeachment inquiry. The resolution authorizes the continuation of the inquiry through the House Intelligence Committee. It will also allow public hearings and the release of deposition transcripts. And it will allow Republicans to call in witnesses who might be able to defend the president. Republicans, though, are voicing concerns that the president's lawyers will not be allowed to question witnesses. The vote is expected to be held on Thursday. Inez de la Quatera, ABC News on Capitol. Hill. Military families joining several at Joint Base San Antonio Randolph had filed a lawsuit alleging toxic mold and pest infested housing. Cassandra Wolf says she and her children became ill while living in private housing at Randolph. Over the last three years, we dealt with mold, we dealt with pest infestation, we had water damage, we had all kinds of issues. The suit filed by eight families at Randolph and one at Laughlin Air Force Base in Del Rio accuses Hunt military communities of subjecting tenant service members and their families to atrocious conditions. So how safe is San Antonio? Well, according to a new study into which Texas cities are the safest, not really. SafeWise based its rankings on violent and property crime rates, and here's what they came up with. The safest city in Texas is Kermit, with a population of about 6,000 people, has a violent crime rate of zero per 1,000 residents. There are some safe cities near San Antonio. Try Fair Oaks Ranch, Fredericksburg, Colotus, or Cibolo. 287 cities were included in the study, and San Antonio came in at... Number 269, with a violent crime rate of just over 7 per 1,000 residents. But it could be worse. Texarkana came in at the very bottom of the list. Head to KTSA.com for a link to the entire survey. Don Morgan, KTSA News. A legendary solution to the problem of a Christmas classic that has been called out in the Me Too era. I really can't but stay. Baby, John Legend tells Vanity Fair he and Kelly Clarkson are recording a new version of Frank Lester's 1944 hit. It's been criticized in this century for forcing intimacy on women against their will. And new lyrics include lines like, it's your body and your choice. The song will be part of Legend's upcoming holiday album, A Legendary Christmas. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. I'm James Pledger, and Game 6 of the World Series is tonight as the Astros hold a 3-2 lead over the Nationals after taking all three games in D.C., but... That means the Nationals took the first two in Houston as no team in this World Series has won a game at home yet. Houston will be sending Justin Verlander to the mound while the Nationals counter with Steven Strasburg. You can catch that game right here on your home for the Major League Baseball postseason ESPN San Antonio. First pitch from Minute Maid Park is set for 7.07, but it all starts at 6 with the pregame right after the Blitz. In the NBA, the Spurs got a 113-110 win over the Portland Trailblazers to remain unbeaten on the year as they were led by DeMar DeRozan's 27 points and 7 boards. They also got 21 points from Derek White off the bench, LaMarcus added 15, and Brent Forbes 14 in the victory. 
San Antonio returns to action on Thursday for their first road game of the season as they'll be in L.A. to face Kawhi and the Clippers. In college football news, University of Texas tight end Kay Brewer is undergoing surgery for a partially torn ligament in his ankle that he suffered in the Horns' loss to TCU on Saturday. Recovery time is expected to be four to six weeks. We'll get the latest from the docs at the Sports Institute when they join the Blitz today at 545 for the ESPN San Antonio injury update. Speaking of injuries, Houston Texans left tackle Laramie Tunzel left Sunday's win over the Raiders with a shoulder injury, although, according to NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport, the injury is considered minor. I'm James Pledger for 1250 ESPN San Antonio and 94.5 FM. Fighting and waiting. That's the plan for the fire burning in Southern California. The Getty Fire grew a little bit overnight, about 40 acres. Firefighting crews here in Los Angeles really seem to have a handle on things, thanks in part to calm, cool weather. But tonight... We will see some very strong winds. Possibly the strongest of the year so far, says L.A. Mayor Eric Arcetti. So that's why. People will not be returning to their homes this evening. Thousands remain under mandatory evacuation orders after the fire that destroyed and damaged over a dozen homes Monday. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Los Angeles. Meanwhile, CBS Steve Futterman is in Sonoma County, California. A red flag alert is back in effect here. In some areas, the winds are already picking up. Ryan Walbrin is with the National Weather Service. We're in this critical, really 24-hour window. We're hopeful that the winds will ease off after midnight tonight. But throughout the day here in Northern California, it will be a challenge. Some fire crews are pre-positioned to prevent flames from moving into residential areas. The Kincaid Fire, the largest of the California fires, has now burned more than 75,000 acres. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Santa Rosa, California. Bucking decades of tradition, the Board of Governors of the NCAA has voted unanimously to allow student-athletes to profit from their name, image, and likeness. Last year, college sports programs in the U.S. reported $14 billion in revenue, while college athletes average about $18,000 in annual scholarship money. Those numbers are part of the reason why NBA star LeBron James skipped college. Me and my mom, we didn't have anything. We wouldn't have been able to benefit at all from it. Um, And the university would have been able to capitalize on everything. Once student athletes are allowed to make endorsement deals, the average college football player could make more than $160,000 a year. Chris Martinez, CBS News, Los Angeles. A top U.S. Border Patrol official has a warning. The crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border is not over. Even though crossings have been down over the past few months and news of custody deaths and teeming facilities full of children and families has faded from front pages, the number of migrants crossing is still high and resources are still being stretched. The Border Patrol says higher numbers are the new norm. Over the budget year that ended September 30th, there were nearly 860,000 apprehensions by Border Patrol, plus 110,000 more encounters of people who tried to enter illegally but were deemed to be inadmissible. KTSA Money News. Stocks pulled back following the S&P's record close on Monday with the Nasdaq hemmed in by Google's disappointing earnings report. The Fed also began a two-day gathering with heavy expectations that it will cut rates for the third straight meeting. The Dow dropped 19 points to 27,071. The Nasdaq gave up 49 points to 8,276. And the S&P fell two points to 3036. Consumer confidence fell for the third straight month in October with the conference board blaming reduced expectations for job prospects and business conditions. Jason Brooks, CBS News. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio.
British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is ready to put his job on the line over Brexit, and he'll get his chance in six weeks. I'm Vicky Barker in London. So the eyes have it. The eyes have it. Unlocked. A rare victory for Boris Johnson, but what has he won with Brexit delayed? again to late January. He's persuaded lawmakers to hold new elections in December. Johnson's conservatives are ahead in the opinion polls, but no party has a majority, and each party has a completely different view of how or even whether Britain exits the EU. A Texas man must serve three years in federal prison for creating fake political action committees in 2016. Kyle Prawl of Austin was sentenced to ding. The 40-year-old Prawl must uh, pleaded guilty to mail fraud. He must also repay over $500,000. Prosecutors say Prawl acknowledged creating political action committees called Feel Burn, HC for President and Trump Victory. Websites for the bogus committees told supporters their money would pay for transporting voters to polling sites, training volunteers, and making phone calls. Authorities say Prawl used only about $5,000 for political causes and spent the rest of the money on personal expenses such as travel, hotel stays, alcohol, and massages. A 50-year-old man from Selma is in jail on charges that he killed his wife. James Rigsby was arrested Saturday night after police responded to a call that a woman had been hit by a vehicle on Fair Lane. She died a short time later. Officers learned that 41-year-old Jaina Rigsby had been struck by a Ford F-150 that was driven by her husband. James Rigsby was taken to custody on a murder charge. His bail has been set at a half million dollars. Police are still trying to determine if her death was accidental or intentional. Major beverage companies aim to get more bottles recycled, not trashed. Every year, an estimated 100 billion plastic bottles are produced in the U.S., most by three companies, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and Kerrig Dr. Pepper. Only a third get recycled. The rest end up in the trash. Spotty collection, outdated processing facilities, and other issues are to blame, says the American Beverage Association. The three bottlers are investing a hundred million bucks to improve recycling, working with the industry group, nonprofits, and investment firms like Closed Loop partners which will invest in robot sorters to make recycling centers more efficient and profitable. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. This is Texas News Radio. Adoption scam. I'm Deborah Norville with the Inside Edition Inside Report. 34-year-old Elizabeth Jones contacted Matt and Laura Trait after learning they were seeking to adopt a child. Laura and Elizabeth, the birth mom, immediately bonded. When the due date arrived, the couple traveled to be there for the birth. That's when they received text messages from Elizabeth saying, baby is ready to come out, I've got to push. But when they arrived at the hospital, a nurse came over saying, Elizabeth checked herself in for lower back and pelvic pain. She's not even pregnant. Elizabeth was arrested and pled guilty to eight felonies in connection with the adoption fraud. From the Inside Edition newsroom, I'm Deborah Norville. California Congresswoman Katie Hill stepped down Sunday amid an ethics probe into allegations she had an affair with an office aide. Hill denies that relationship, but admits to having a relationship with a campaign aide. 2020 presidential contender Kamala Harris told BuzzFeed News that she, quote, respected Hill's decision to resign, but said, let's also speak the truth that men and women are not held to the same standards, adding, look at who's in the White House. And some are also pointing to Representative Duncan Hunter. The California congressman has remained in office despite charges that he used taxpayer dollars to carry on multiple affairs, including with people on his staff. Hunter has pleaded not guilty.
That's ABC's Lindsay Davis. The head of Boeing faced lawmakers on Capitol Hill today following two deadly crashes involving its 737 MAX plane. Boeing CEO Dennis Mullenberg was in spared much criticism. Montana Democratic Senator John Tester. I would walk before I was to get on a 737 MAX. Lawmakers accused Boeing of rushing its certification with the FAA of the 737 MAX and hiding a key safety defect. Mullenberg promised to make it right. We feel responsible for our airplanes, and we know that there are some fixes that we need to make. We own that, and we are implementing those fixes going forward. Steve Dorsey, CBS News, Washington. Campaign finance reports filed with the Federal Elections Commission say President Donald Trump is doing very well in his fundraising efforts in the San Antonio area. Former San Antonio Mayor Julian Castro is a top fundraiser among the Democratic candidates in this area, but number two in Texas... And uh, he's also uh, struggling nationally. Uh, Castro trails Trump by more than $425,000 in Alamo City fundraising. Kids have an appetite for online videos. The number of young Americans watching online videos every day has more than doubled. The nonprofit Common Sense Media report found children are glued to the videos for close to an hour a day. That is twice as long as they were four years ago. YouTube was found to be the overwhelming first choice For those surveyed despite age restrictions, the survey of American young people included responses from 1,677 youths ages 8 to 18. Dave Schreiber, ABC News. KTSA Entertainment. Jennifer Aniston says she didn't mean to break Instagram. Aniston earned a whopping 8.6 million followers when she joined earlier this month, causing a glitch in the service. Aniston joked, I'll pay for it. I'll fix it. Wheel of Fortune's Home Sweet Home Sweepstakes is back. This week, the beloved game show will be giving away an entire house. The home is part of the Latitude Margaritaville community in Florida and is valued at $350,000. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, Blackish star Tracy Ellis Ross is 47, Charlie's Angel star Kate Jackson is 71, and which Oscar-winning actor starred in Jaws, American Graffiti, and The Goodbye Girl? That would be Richard Dreyfuss, who today turns 72. This report brought to you by CBS Audio. For more entertainment, news, sports, and lifestyle features, go to cbsaudio.com forward slash podcast and explore all that CBS Audio has to offer. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier. In New Jersey, a parent found a bag of heroin mixed in with her kid's Halloween candy. Police in Middle Township, Cape May County, say a child went to the Halloween party at a community center they got home and the parents saw a bag with some kind of substance in it. The county prosecutor's office says the bag was taken to the lab for testing and they confirmed that the substance was indeed heroin. How exactly it got mixed in with the candy, where it came from, police haven't said. They do say the kid is okay. He or she didn't consume the drugs. And at this point, investigators say this is an isolated incident. But authorities are urging parents to keep their eyes peeled, look out for anything that doesn't seem right with their kid's candy before they enjoy their treats. Tim Jimenez for CBS News, Philadelphia. The day before you go trick-or-treating for candy, you could go trick-or-treat for free tacos. Wednesday, Taco Bell will be giving away free Doritos Locos Tacos. The giveaway goes with its Steal a Base, Steal a Taco World Series promotion. Trey Turner swooped in and stole free tacos for America. Washington Nationals' Trey Turner stole second base during Game 1 of the series, hence everyone getting a taco. But the time you have to get a free taco is limited. The deal only lasts four hours on Wednesday from 2 till 6 p.m. 
Bill Michaels, Washington. And the Astros have a chance to win the World Series tonight against the Washington Nationals in Game 6. Authorities say a North Texas police officer is in critical but stable condition after being shot during a traffic stop in Denton. Denton police say the officer was working a traffic stop when he was shot. Backup officers returned fire as the suspects drove away. They were eventually taken into custody and treated for injuries. Meanwhile, at a nearby hospital, officers from across North Texas showing up to support one of their own. I support for their guys and, you know, that's, we ought to stick up for him. This North Texas man says some officers were emotional. Well, they all seem to be hopeful that he's doing okay. The officer did undergo surgery and is recovering. Clayton Neville, Denton, Texas. Investigators are trying to identify two bodies found buried in a South Texas beach amid the search for a missing New Hampshire couple. The Kleber County Sheriff's Office says a deputy located a woman's remains Sunday in a shallow grave on Padre Island. Authorities suspect foul play. The remains have been taken to a medical examiner. They say it's too early to say whether the bodies are connected to the search for 48-year-old James Butler and his wife, 46-year-old Michelle. The Sheriff's Office announced the Butlers reported missing Friday along with their truck and RV. Relatives last heard from them October 14th and believe the pair visited Padre Island. KTSA AccuWeather. Overcast and damp tonight. Some rain at times. Nearly steady temperatures generally between 55 and 60. Clouds and a couple of showers tomorrow. There could be an afternoon thunderstorm. It can be breezy high 65. A leftover shower early tomorrow night. Cloudy, windy, and much colder late tomorrow night. Low 30 in outlying areas. 36 in the city. Chilly and breezy Thursday. Clouds giving way to sunshine. High 58. To recap, rain at times tonight. Temperatures holding about steady. This is meteorologist Bob Larson with your KTSA Stevens Roofing. Thank you with our forecast. Texas News Radio is a production of 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Get news anytime online and stay connected at KTSA.com.